You're a funny guy, Sally. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. What do you want to tell me now, tough guy? I said, Bing, what are you doing here? I thought I'd tell you to go fuck your mother. <laughs> you don't trust me at all, do you? I tell you what, you make it through tomorrow without killing anybody, then I'll start trusting you. Fair enough. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what made you. You did. I lied. All right, this is Kill You Last. I'm Peter Garacci. I'm Alex Pashera. And in studio, we have Natalie Cuomo. Welcome, Natalie. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, thank you for coming on. Uh, like, super pumped for this movie you? that you picked. Yeah. I, and it, you know what's funny? Is it's, a movie, <laughs> it's a movie that I haven't thought about in a while. So when you mm. said it, well, you should say what it is and say why you picked it. But when you said it, I was like, of course we should do this movie. Yeah. So, so the movie is Scarface. Yes. Very 80s. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the most eighties. The yeah. montage in this is very Jesus. Um, very eighties. So we were t- we were t- like we ran into each other on the sidewalk. We were talking, and you like immediately went to Pacino, which I'm curious why you went right to Pacino. You know, honestly, he's very sexy. That, okay, all right, that's, that's a good, that's wow, good enough really? reason. Hmm. That's a good enough you reason. You guys don't. Th- it's the no. Passion. I get, I'm I not going to say no. I, I get mean, the fire. I get the yeah. Pacino. I so. It's, what, oh, side, the, his sidekick in this movie is way hotter. That's true. What's his name? Uh, um, I don't even Manny. know. His name. Um, I knew he would know. Yeah. Oh, Fucking, in the movie, yeah, Manny. But I don't know his name. He knows his real name. I know. His, sure. I, I can't blank. He's right like now. an IMDb. I can't believe you're blowing it. You're blowing Stephen it right now. Ball, ball, it's not Stephen Baldwin. No, but it's like Stephen. It's it's. He has a non-Hispanic last name. Oh, interesting. Know. Um, I can't think of his name. Well, he's sexy. He's uh, no, but Pacino yeah, is like. Is. I mean, he I'm, looks ugly next to him. I'm Sicilian. I'm Sicilian. Pacino means a lot to my people. Oh yeah, no. I mean, um, I, do we have another three Italians podcast? It is. Yeah, are you yeah, like? Are you yeah. real Italian, or you just have an Italian last name? No, I'm half Italian. Mm. But I'm saying, is your family like Italian? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Sounds so pretty. Italian. For reals. Yeah. Um, but you know, no. Pacino is important to me. And um, well, because Pacino, like people don't really think of Pacino in the '80s, which I think we talked mm-hmm. about a little bit that night. Is like a lot of these '70s actors, they sort of took the '80s off. Yeah, like De Niro didn't really have a great '80s. Dustin Hoffman basically disappeared for most of the '80s because um, because the '80s became Schwarzenegger and Stallone and all those mm-hmm. guys, which we talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. But Pacino had a hell of a run in the '70s, and then this movie, I think, it was like a linchpin for his career because he became a different person after this movie like he became i'm al pacino so he's not really that in this though he's not but it like it but it changed the course of his career Mm. because he was so quiet and he was so like nerdy like new york city like method actor and then he went so ham in this movie (laughs) that it's fucking incredible so yeah so no this is i mean i'm excited to is this a movie that you like did you grow up with pacino like what's i I'm, i'm just fascinated by this pacino I don't know. I just I've admired him as an actor for a long time, yeah. and uh, I like his movies. Mm-hmm. I like um, wanted an excuse to bring Coke to the podcast. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> Freak it out. It's yeah, it, please. It's funny because I like this movie is. It's funny about the, like this time period in Hollywood. They were making movies about cocaine 
while making movies on cocaine. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And they, yeah. I don't know, yeah. were they like self-aware? Like, did they say, wait, what am I doing? Or... No, I don't know about that. <laughs> I love the way Michelle Pfeiffer does coke in this movie. Oh, yeah? It is so elegant. <laughs> we also, we talked I about like, Michelle I was like, I don't do, I've never done drugs like that. No. So Michelle Very, Pfeiffer yeah, is another on. one who I'm like, I think we were talking about that. Like, she, I think, is one of the greatest movie stars ever. Yes. Had like one of the great careers. Mm-hmm. Is like sneaky, one of the best actresses ever. Oh, she's great. But yeah. like... Low key, you don't hear any bad anything bad about her. Everyone mm-hmm. likes says good things about her, and she just fucking she nails it like a lot of the time. Yeah, and th- this was this her first movie. It might have no. Been. Is it, was, it really? It's pretty early. If it is, in her that's career. that's a pretty great she's performance. Pretty yeah. young in this movie. Wow, she's gorgeous in this too. Well, yeah, I agree. I don't look uh, cool doing drugs often. Right? Usually very clumsy. I drop. I think I've dropped a lot of cocaine in my lifetime. <laughs> I do no drugs. I did yeah. edibles one time this past year for no reason. Oh, you're, that, you've never done cocaine? No. Oh, I, wow, I, I can wow. I can count Nerd the number. Alert. I can oh count God, the number of times I, I can count the number of times I've seen it. And when the first time I saw it, I was like, "Really, cocaine?" Like I thought it was over. Like, I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> Why are you so? I didn't know people were yeah, doing. Yeah. And then I had. Huh. And then I fe- like this is how naive I am. I didn't know that like. These are two things that show how naive I am. One, I didn't know Coke is what you did to like to undrunk yourself. Okay. Like I had a friend sure, who, yeah. who was like hosting a party and mm-hmm. he was so fucked up. He's like, I got to leave. And he went to like his Coke spot and then he came back and he was fine. And that's when I learned that well, Coke is what you he, do. He wasn't fine. No, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, he's not fine. Maybe he felt a little. No, but he finer, needed the party but... to keep going. And he's always like, he was always like confiding in me, like it's bad that I do this, but I do this. I'm like, okay, do whatever you want. I don't care. Okay, that's when I learned that. Interesting. And I think I might have told this story in the podcast. I don't want to say it again, but a very famous person asked me to score him Coke one time. Did I tell this? You story? didn't say who it was. A, who was it? Extremely famous person. I know We're who dying it is. To know. I know. You gotta, I... Why do you say this and then don't bring it up? Is it bad to like? He's never gonna listen to the podcast. Podcast. All right, it's Ben Affleck. Yeah. Oh, so isn't that I, interesting. So yeah, I used to. Weird. So I, I used to manage. So I like. I've never been the drug guy, but I've always all my not all my friends, but I've always been around people that mm-hmm. did whatever, and it was never an issue. But like, I I often got either like narc or drugs. Like people either think I'm a cop or they think that I'm the guy that can get them they, drugs, uh, which is a weird. Yeah, it's a weird mm-hmm. like. You know, kind of. I would have thought you would have experimented at least no, a little bit. Yeah. Nothing, nothing, nothing at all. Even even alcohol. Like I, I can. Like no, you, I, you have. I yeah, mean, you I drink. I drink, but I don't yeah. like. It was never no like a thing. Yeah. Um, Interesting. But so I used to work at Tao in Midtown, like a huge, crazy place. And yeah, what, a lot of stuff going on there. Well, so so also this is another thing I didn't know. I didn't know that people. I didn't know that bartenders score are who you ask for coke. Oh, I didn't. I mean. Yes, you do that, but is that like a thing everyone does? That's a thing. It's uh, like a known yeah. thing. Maybe at a nightclub. It's so, a so, so. I, I'm working, and Ben Affleck is at the bar. He's humongous, and yeah, he's, he's wearing dude. he's wearing an uh, amazing jacket. Like I, he was wearing this like a, like a like a leather yeah. like a flight jacket that was incredible, like okay. unbelievable jacket. Mm-hmm. And I go up. I said, Do you "Remember hey, what color?" The it was black was. with like the fur. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll tell you why. I, I'll tell you why I told. Mention the jacket in a second because it makes the story even funnier. Okay. So I go up to Ben. I said, hey, Ben, you know, my name is Peter. I'm the manager here. You know, do you need a table or anything? He goes, no, no, man. I'm just hanging out. I'm just getting a drink. And I said, well, you, know, what, you know, are you in town for business? He's like, yeah, I'm staying next door because the Four Seasons was next door. He goes, I'm staying next door um, doing, doing a movie. He was promoting one of his movies. I think that ended up flopping, which might, you know, <laughs> have something to do with his relapse. Um, so he, I said, you know, let me know if there's anything. I, if you need a table, if you need to like – 
want to be like rope, like mm-hmm. be in a private area where people can't bother you. He goes, no, 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 it's fine. And then he looks at me. He goes, and again, the guy is humongous. Yeah, leans in and goes, can you help me? And I go, he goes, can you help me? And immediately, like, like my heart dropped. I was like, I would have talked to this guy about movies all day. Yeah. And all he wants from me is he doesn't want to do that. I know, which is so disappointing. I mean, how many? Why would he want to talk to about his like work? No, not even about his his movies, not his movies, but just the movie business. I don't know. Have him on the podcast. I know he would definitely do it. So I I, like my heart sinks, and I go, "No, I I can't help you." And he goes, "I go, listen, if you want a table, I can do that for you." He goes, "Oh, is this one of those respectable places?" What? Wow. I go, what does listen, that mean? I go, listen, because he thought it was a place that he could score drugs. So right then, like, a bunch of tourists, like, tap him, and he immediately flips the switch. He's, like, all smiles. He's, like, got his arms around him. He's taking pictures. Oh, like, fucking puts on the charm. He turns back to me. His face goes dark again. He goes, all day it's like this. You see why it's better on drugs? <laughs> I swear to God, this happened. What the fuck, man? I was so upset. So I go about my day, and this, I, again, I was never gonna, wow. t- I was never gonna tell this story except the, the bartender, who's my buddy, comes up to me, and goes, "Dude, Ben Affleck just asked me to score him drugs." I'm like, "This motherfucker is going around everywhere, yeah, of course he is. trying to get drugs." Wow. Yeah, it seems like he's and really like he. Has, I felt he so bad, it. and then my other friend Bill, who I used to work with, goes, "Oh man, he sh- he fucking found the 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 only manager in town who could score him any." Yeah, you're the only guy. He for literally sure. found the wrong guy in the place. I'm sure he found his coke. He's Ben Affleck. We, like to this day, when I see my friend Bill, he's like, "Oh, dude, if Ben Affleck was here right now, I'd be like, what do you need?'" But why does he need a bartender to get him coke? That's what I'm confused. That about. is odd. Well, yeah, so he that's odd. he like checked into rehab a little bit after that, and it, again, oh, it's shit. like th- like when you're at when you're a Ben Affleck, there are people that can get They're shit to, for yeah. you. So the fact that he's wandering around Manhattan mm, asking random people for drugs just shows you like he's like bottoming out. Hmm. You know? Yeah, maybe he was in like his bottom or something. Well, he he checked into rehab like right after that. Is he st- do you think he's still sober? I think I he's, he's I think he is right now, I hope. Do you ever crossed. lie awake at night thinking you're the reason Ben Affleck's in rehab? Yeah. I hope so. I hope he turned his life around. <laughs> no, I want to be that I would love to be that guy. You do ben think Affleck. about it from time to time. I, I wanna I I'm here to help people. I wanna If help Ben people. were listening, what would be the one thing you want to say to him? Great question. Fuck. Um <laughs> Ben, I hope you don't think this is disrespectful for me to tell this story. And honestly, for me it was like it was a moment for me in my life. Um I, w- I wish you all the best. I and I would love to talk movies with you at any time. You wow. Open invitation to kill your last podcast. Everything in, up to the last part. That was great. Great job. Man. <laughs> so like a week later, I go on, you know, like GQ.com. They have like, they have like little like capsules. Those are not like full articles. They have like a little. Like, Why blurb. would I know that? So you go on GQ. No, look, look I don't. You, look at the way you dress. I do. Um, I'm wearing a bad t-shirt. So I'm scrolling through GQ.com and there's a picture <laughs> of Ben Affleck with the leather jacket on. Uh-huh. And it, it the headline is. Ben Affleck may love this jacket more than he loves Matt Damon. And the whole article was just photos of him all over Manhattan wearing that jacket. And oh, I was like, wow. I was like, that's my, you saw the jacket. I was like, that's my Coke jacket. <laughs> anyway. Wow, interesting. Drugs. Drugs. Don't know anything about it. Never done them. No. But you but, like this movie. I love this movie. Of course. But a lot of people that I feel like, you know, this is a movie that I think people would, I don't know. I've never done it, but I've, I would imagine people like, Get together with their buddies in college and do cocaine and watch Scarface. Yeah. So this is I mean? a very epic movie. This it is, is gonna, this is going to seem like bullshit, but this is a, this is an actual fact. I never watched this movie 
after watching a bunch of Yo MTV Cribs. Wait, what do you mean you never watched? This I had movie? I had never watched this movie. Okay. okay, up until maybe like ten years ago. Really? And All then right, I watched a bunch of episodes of Yo MTV Cribs, and I didn't understand why every rapper had the poster on their wall. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I should probably check out this movie. Mm-hmm. And I was hooked immediately. It, immediate, it was just called right. MTV Cribs. Was it Yo? It wasn't Yo MTV Oh, no. You know what it is? It's Yo MTV Raps. Yeah, that's that's yeah, how really old da- I am. You're really Yo dating MTV yourself. Yeah. You got, do you know what Yo MTV I, it, Raps is? I do now. I think it was uh, the first like they, countdown show. They literally okay. would yeah. only play rap music at midnight on MTV in the in the late 80s, early 90s. Why is that? Because they, they, they segregated the channel. Oh, interesting. So there, was, there, was, there yeah. were two DJs that mm-hmm. they hosted Yo MTV Raps. Right. It and was that one was, of the first like shows. Yeah, it was the yeah. only time they played hip hop on MTV, wow. yeah. like at midnight to two a.m. Right. So I'm conflating two different shows. You are, yeah. It, um, it made me. It, it was one of those things you hear it and you just get upset. You, I was like, it was like I kind of wanted to hit racism. you. Yo, MTV Cribs sounded just. It sounded like bad. That's I don't not, know. Okay. So yeah, MTV Cribs. Yeah, it was a standard thing. Everyone had the poster of Scarface. That's true. Uh, you know, yeah. So uh, when was your first time watching the movie? Oh, geez. I probably – see, my dad used to quote it all the time. There really? was like a handful of movies that my dad would just walk around the house and like just say. Mm-hmm. So he would he would just be walking around like, I'm Tony Montana. And I didn't know <laughs> like ever what that meant or like he, – he would do it with Goodfellas a lot too. Um, oh, yeah. And so I guess – I think the first time I saw this was with my older brother – Probably like I was like way too young to watch it. Like I don't know, nine or ten years old. Didn't fully understand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like nine or ten years old, and then definitely a bunch of times in like high school and college with like buddies and stuff like that. Um, but nothing like I don't know. This movie was always kind of like fun, but I never like thought of it as like one of my favorite movies or anything like that. Right. It's just like kind of a fun watch. I've seen it like over ten times though. You know, like I feel like it's a bit of a dude's movie. It is. Yeah, oh, it totally. Is. Yeah, I feel like it's odd that. We had you on and you picked this, I feel like. I don't think it's that odd. No, I mean, like, I don't know you too well, but I mean, like, I would have thought, you know, you, you have, like, I don't know, like, who's, who, who we had on that's picked, like, a... Grease 2? Yeah, like, we had Randy Casimir on, she picked Grease 2. Right, so that's an right. example Which of makes me angry to this day. Oh, you don't like that movie? <laughs> no, I, okay. I don't even like that we had to do that. That's no, fine. It's it fun. was a fine episode. It was fun. It was fun. No, I, mean, yeah. I think this I love is... Your well, this Scarface, movie, there's so much to talk about. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, it's... To me, this is not a drug movie. This is a gangster movie. It is a gangster movie. I it's mean, it's a, it's a narcissist movie for sure. Interesting. Yeah, it's also about yeah. like being a businessman, and it's also about like how but being obsessed with like power. I think that mm-hmm. Tony Montana. This is this is the problem when you're when you're like the boss and you're a gangster. Is <laughs> <Tell us. laughs> I I've thought about this. I've thought about life of crime a lot, and this is the problem. Okay, okay. It's because I for my I haven't had a lot of exposure to drugs. I have a lot, I have had a lot of exposure to criminality. There's a lot of fucking idiots, oh, and yeah. the problem that Tony has is that he's really good at his job, but he's mm-hmm. surrounded by fucking morons. And the ones who are not morons eventually get hooked on drugs and then become unreliable and a, and a problem. Well, it, it does seem mm. like it's an every man for himself, a mm-hmm. perfect example of selfishness. Yeah. Everyone mm-hmm. is just advocating well, for themselves. Well, the it's, like, the it's like, yeah. um, you know, it's like there's like a civil war and the general like leads a coup and takes over the country. And then there's another civil war and then that general gets killed by the next. You know what I mean? Like whenever mm-hmm. you're that guy yeah. and you got to your position by killing the guy before you. Right. You're going to be the guy that gets killed by the next guy. Mm-hmm. That, and that's a problem. But you're it's it's hard to like have. 
like because I, I love like Godfather and all that stuff, and like Sopranos is great for showing like the kind of the work a day regular gangsters, but there's, there's just a lot of stupidity, and there's a lot of guys that are just like they didn't get into that life because they were smart. Okay. Yeah. They might be. Yeah, kind of like comedy. Yeah. They might be like. As, it, I can definitely see a comedy yeah. parallel. Here. Oh, there's well, certainly like yeah. it's just it's not as brave or scary, but it's or maybe people would argue it is, there's, but it's it's definitely like it's not life or death, but it's a bunch of like lost idiots. Um, that would be who a, really want to like be like our narcissist and want to yeah. be like famous. There would be yeah. a great totally. movie like Rich. a diabolical comedian that like kills to get to, to the top. You mean the joke? <laughs> no, but I mean like like. It just commits, mur- like, literally kills the competition. I think another mm. thing about it is, like, he starts from nothing. Like, you see him at that shitty job in the beginning. Yeah. So it's inspirational in that way and also yep. has that parallel to... Well, that's I think that's why, like, all the, the rappers, like, love this. Yes. It's, yeah. it's like a it's like a how to get rich. Well, it's a rags to riches, and it's it, it, it definitely makes sense why rappers like Tony Montana because it is exactly every rap song. Like, it's, 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 it's like, coming from nothing... And wanting everything and then, like, getting, getting it, it, you know, fleeting, whatever. But I would argue you said something that Tony Montana is really good at his job. And, yeah, he is. But he's, he is kind of dumb because the first guy um, that sort of takes him in or whatever tells him, like, you know, the fir- what's the first thing I told Don't you? Don't get high in your own supply. Not that. No. <laughs> well, yes. Robert but, Loja. Yeah, but basically um, what he says is, like, you know – Fly straight, stay un- yeah. low key. The people that like don't, they fucking fuck it up. Right. And he's right. That's exactly what happens. So you like you can't like he got power hungry. Yeah. Exactly. So this movie is a remake of Scarface, which was like a '30s gangster movie, kind of loosely based on Al Capone's. Have you seen that? No, I've never. For somehow I missed that one. But like it's one, it's one of those movies. It's considered like a really like classic. Oh, really? Like, 30s I, I didn't movie. Even Scarface. Know that. It's it's Paul Mooney who was who, like Marlon the, Brando. The considers, comedian? No, it's M U N I. Who Marlon Brando like considered his favorite actor, mm. so it was a mo- like it was intentionally kind of updated for like eighties America from like thirties like Italian Chicago hmm. kind of gangsters because yeah. it was it, it was like the new prohibition like the thirties gangster movies are about prohibition and bootlegging. Right. You fast forward to eighties Miami and cocaine. Is Did you ever play the video game Grand Theft Auto Vice City? I know it. Obviously, I've it's never like what it. this movie is yeah. based. Have you ever yeah. played it? No, I haven't. Oh man, it's 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 very fun, and it's like I think loosely based on Scarface, if not directly, like exactly based. There on is it. a Scarface video game. What? Oh, is it really? Yeah, I looked it up. Oh, interesting. It's, it's funny it's because like good. Miami Vice City is amazing. Miami at this time was this this world. Mm-hmm. It was like right. seedy, but also like palm trees. Yeah, and well, like cocaine neon. cowboys is a, this. Well, this was like. It, this kind of um, was, but this is early. This is eighty three. The movie, or right, the movie came out in eighty three. I don't so know is, exactly. Yeah, I wasn't. So this is like the beginning. This is pre Miami Vice. Okay. This is pre really. Like, no, but I'm saying Cocaine Cowboys tells the story. The documentary Cocaine Cowboys. But I'm. I think that this movie kind of like creep. No, I, I know. What you're, I know what you're okay. talking about. It, right, maybe it's I'm wrong. true. It's based on reality, like the the real Miami at that time. Yeah. But I think in a right. way it also kind of informed. Oh, people wanted like, and this gotcha. is what happens with gangster movies. It's like it's it's supposed to be like a warning. It's but, not, but people are like, no, this nah, looks shit's badass. Cool. Shit's <laughs> fucking dope, dude. It's like Goodfellas. Yeah. Nobody watches like the end of Goodfellas and like, oh man. Everyone watches the beginning of Goodfellas. Like, this like, is dude, great. The fucking best. This is dude. the great. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. romantic. You, you don't like the. Yeah, you fast forward the scenes where he's like searching for the helicopter behind him. When yeah, 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 at the end, it's that's not fun. It's not. The fun is like, is how do you get to be the guy on the top? Yeah. yeah. And that's what this movie is. I was hooked the minute the the scene where like so it's it's interesting that it's like it's written by Oliver Stone. It's mm-hmm. directed by Brian De Palma. 
Uh, <laughs> no, but they're like. You Why know, are you laughing? Are you laughing at Peter just because he's a nerd? Or? Yeah. Cool. This, perfect. This is what I do. Uh, this, is all, this is all I got. No, no, no. This is great. It's kind of like we have two Alex's on the show right now. So, this is, that's like my job. <laughs> so it's early. It, Oliver Stone had already won an Oscar, but it was had not really become a director at this point. So he's writing scripts for other people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Brian De Palma was like one of these like seventies like so like seventies like genre like kind of new wave guy, and then right. directs like a big like 80s gangster movie so it was the moment that sucked you in and you're like i'm hooked on the plot yeah and well oh so it's cool that they like it was like grounded in history like the Mm mario boat lift and the cuban americans arriving uh in the united states yeah so it's updating it for like the reality of the world Mm -hmm. but that interrogation scene at the very beginning with the cops is like i can quote that scene i love i think that's fucking shot beautifully Mm -hmm. it looks amazing pacino is He's unreal. Fucking believable in that scene. He's incredible. He's got octopus coming out of his ears. Yeah. (laughs) There's nothing. Every day. There's nothing you could do to me that. That's what's been already done to me. Yeah. How are you gonna get a score like that in a pussy? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, but like that scene, it is a great scene. It like, just yeah. sucks you in. Yeah. it's so good. It, it does suck you in. But I there's just watched so it. many yeah. like it, you almost like you forget how many like icon- It's like just iconic scene after iconic scene. Absolutely. And it's so well done. It was considered very graphic and violent, but like most of the gra- most of the violence is off screen. Yeah, the chainsaw. Well, you don't see anything. Uh, yeah, yeah. That whole scene is Pacino's face, which That's is true. fucking. Yeah, that but, scene and is the sound of it and everything. It, it is brutal, but yeah, they don't show it really. Unbelievable, and yeah. it's operatic and it's way over the top. Operatic. Yeah, it's like an opera. It is over the top, and it is quite long. It it's, is a bit long. I agree. In the eighties, they didn't care. They, they were like, "We're going to make yeah. two and a half hours to every, me, every movie." To me, that's the <laughs> that's the cocaine hangover. Like okay. being there for too long. At the end, sure. you're starting to feel like, "All right, maybe I need to get my life back together." Like, because this could have ended in an hour and fifty minutes. Yeah, yeah. You know, I hate. I as a rule, I hate long movies. Same, yeah. There's it, like a, you really have to have a reason to make a movie that's longer than it two was, hours. Th- it was three hours. It's, it's is way, it really three? Oh, way too long. God. Way too long. But except that you have a lot of amazing. I, I stuff like in it. that um, they could have done this story a couple of different ways. I like that they chose to make Tony Montana like a kind of like obviously he's a badass and he knows what he's doing and he's powerful, all that stuff. But he's like definitely like a klutz around women and just doesn't understand how dance. to talk to women. Yeah, yeah he's an awful dancer. He's a cheap. I like those choices that were made for the character. He's a yeah. cheap. And they, they yeah, exactly. And they contrast him with his like gorgeous friend, Stephen Bauer, with that's a his fat name. butt he and he's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, I like everything about that man. That scene in the bus, I told you to tell I told, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I told him I was in sanitation. I told you to tell me he was in a sanitarium. Yeah. Um Amazing. Why you told me that? <laughs> I think Stephen Bauer actually is Cuban. That's his name, Bauer. Yeah, interesting. He like Americanized his name. Yeah, he looks but um, Cuban. yeah. No, and he like he's so like Pacino is so ridiculous. Well, I, I just like that he can't. He it's not a perfect villain or a perfect character. It's right. like he can't it's figure out young. how to talk to women. It's well, does he have a hilarious. speech impediment, or is that just a no? That's acting choice. I think it's an acting. The, the lip choice. movement is definitely an acting choice. Yeah, like it, or lack thereof. He's yeah. like kind of like and yet he Obama. gets. He gets fucking Michelle Pfeiffer in this movie. Speaking of being imperfect, what do we yeah. think about his feelings towards his sister? Oh yeah, do you? Okay, he brought it up when before you got here. He said there's like an edible thing going on or something what like meaning. Mean? Oh yeah, well, yeah like yeah. like edible, like yeah. with like his sister. Right. I don't know. Is it? Is that? Yeah. Is it? Think, it's his half sister. 
I think it's and his they sister. And were they raised apart? Is it his half sister? I don't remember. No, it's his sister. It's his I mean, sister. you know that they have the same mom. But no, but the dad, they that... say, oh, we didn't have a dad. So maybe. Me- no, meaning he was like a shit guy or something. Like it was their dad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, what do you think about it? Because I'm, I'm interested to hear. I was under the guise that he had romantic feelings for his sister. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Peter was saying. I didn't catch it on my first few viewings. I mean, I, I just thought he was crazy and he was like, obviously right. like he gets possessive. upset and possessive. Exactly. But do you think he's like attracted to her? And she- I do based on the way mm. he held her the first time. That is weird. I and rewatched then, it. Yeah. Yeah. You never hold a sibling like that. Well, if, but yeah, also that like, so weird. it's implied. That she's they sort of into him too though. In that. Well, yeah. Eh. She's so excited to see him. Well, that makes sense. It's implied <laughs> that they didn't, they weren't really raised know, together. Like they're very far apart in age, right? Yeah, yeah. He says last time I saw you, you were like this tall. And I, yeah. I mean, you could see it as just being protective. Also, that's of, what I saw it as is a psycho that's just like protective. But the la- that scene at the end where she's like, "You want to fuck me, Tony? Is that what you want?" It's uncomfortable. It's oh, like shit. You're yeah, right. and then he, I guess that's what they're saying. Ew, that is uncomfortable. It's very, but it's also like <laughs> uh, I, I I can understand like. His world is so like corrupt and dirty. Oh yeah. That in a way like she present she represents like it's like the Madonna whore complex. Like yeah. she's the Madonna in his life. So when he sees her with his friend, so not only is she being violated in his eyes, she's being violated by his like number one guy. And, right. You know. So to him, that's like too much. It's like a bridge too far. Plus, the cocaine is affecting his thinking at that and point. And she's. She's such like that is the most badass scene. She's walking in a gun and her underwear in a robe. And she's like, "You want to fuck me?" Yeah, that, that is pretty is ridiculous. Maybe, so badass. Maybe the most attractive woman with no boobs and terrible hair that I've ever come across. <laughs> she does have terrible hair, but like, but still, like, it, it's like it tells like that's like sexy is its own category. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah. not like a you you don't, you can't check off like the sexy boxes, mm-hmm. like because like her hair is terrible and she. And like boobs are important to me. I'm sorry to say that they're very important. Ah, eh, take them or leave them. Uh, see, that's that's your generation. Well, it's my generation. Your whole generation you is, sound disgusting. Your whole generation is gay. No, we're not. <laughs> You're gay. You haven't done coke. That's gay. <laughs> Uh, You're a gay man. I feel like boobs were more important when I was growing up. I think boobs remain important for all of eternity. I I don't understand <laughs> when they're not like I. That's true. They're biologically you important. You don't care about boobs. I mean, they're, they're there's them or leave like them. they're fine. Butts, great. Yeah, whatever. You're indifferent. Okay. I'm indifferent. Well, here's the thing. Yes, uh-huh. I like men. I like women. It's all good. You know, we're there's here. never we're been queer. a boob that was not important to me. No, that's not true. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's ugly boobs all the time well, everywhere. Ugly what do you boobs, mean? But they're it's a you just don't recognize the they're one. They're a big you, deal. I appreciate. Listen, I appreciate Look, them. You know what I don't like. About, I'll I'll say this. Uh-huh. What I don't like, and I, I I think they've been devalued because a lot of them are fake, and you don't know which ones are fake. Mm-hmm. So there's something about boobs that I'm like, I don't trust them. You know what oh. I mean? But like, it's hard to fake your entire body. So How's your relationship with your mom? No. She's fine and she listens. So wow. hi, mom. Um, yeah. <laughs> this has been the first time that Alex has really been psychologically interrogated by a guest. Why, why would great. that be? I don't even understand that question. <laughs> no, because, you know, you don't trust boobs. <laughs> but that has nothing to do with my mom. It, it's plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never seen or touched a fake boob. You don't know that though. You no, have no I mean, idea. It's never. I, I, I it's, don't know. I think I admit. I it's think I have. Never come I've, up. I definitely have. I've you, never touched a fake boob. You really? Even like one of your friends? Like, oh my god, I got my tits done. I don't really have friends with fake boobs. Not not that one. That sounds bad. But no, it's I don't, okay. That doesn't sound bad. No, I don't really. It's an immediate turnoff. Question: Do you think me. your friends would tell you? Of course, I think they. Oh, I guess they, they have to. Yeah, they always they tell. Have to. That's that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm sure that it's never come up because it's I've never. I would have heard. Yeah, it's not like a no nose one's job. hiding it. People hide like their face. So they're not as hot if they're fake. 
I mean, yeah. I, it just it turns oh, me off. It's like a big I'd rather off. a flat-chested girl with no bra on than... <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just... I mean, now we're getting into we're Peter's honest, fucking or, dirty mind. We're... Fi- listen. <laughs> what? <laughs> I... Sorry, um, I asked the question about your mom. It's <laughs> okay. My mom's going to be upset, though, when she listens she's, to this. She's so just to let you know. Okay. Just to let you know, she's going to be upset. Hi, so. Alex's mom. I'm a comic. Her name's Miriam. She's great. Miriam. Whoops. Oh, she's Oops. great. Oops. I'm sorry. Her handle is, no. Miriam, you've raised a wonderful son. Oh, nice, right? Thank you. So. Wow, how sweet. Um, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Yeah. Um, here, another thing I thought was interesting was yeah. that <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer just like swaps boyfriends yeah. and lives in the same house with them and just like nothing. It's like nothing. I, it's very, um, but that's why I think yeah. it's like operatic because if you go like, like it's kind of like a, a myth in that way. Okay. Where she's like the prize. She like kind of represents like a queen. You know what I mean? Like it's like, like it's kind of like a little bit Macbeth. It's a little bit like ancient, like kind of storytelling where like. Mm-hmm. It's any first you get the money, then you get the power, yeah. then you get the women. So he's got money and power now, so he gets the woman because it has nothing to do with like love. I would love to see Scarface, but women play all of the male characters, and there are two little dinky men being fucking tossed around. <laughs> Just little wait, do you? Do- <laughs> I mean, then now we're in uh, Natalie's fucking porn. They're doing. Uh, I mean, they're sure they're doing that with every I mean, other Jesus. Every she's other sliding franchise. off her chairs, folks. Uh, guys, uh, th- wow, interesting. I, I kind of got turned on when you said that. Uh, that sounded uh, interesting. Throwing them around. Wait, but but, but Michelle Pfeiffer is like not like a weak bitch in this movie. She's kind- yeah, she is. I mean, she's kind of not in the beginning, at least. I mean, she's kind of. Like, Don't worry, she take another quillo and she fall back in love with me. Oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. They're yeah, they're so misogynistic, and they oh, just, they definitely are. Yeah, yeah. Have you been around uh, Hispanic and or Italian Whoa, people? Oh, all right. Yeah, he threw us in there too. That's no, cool. I, I you can't just say Hispanic like that. It, the machismo is. It's, Do you think Ita- Italian men are very chauvinistic? Aren't oh they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, especially from Italy. Oh my god, in the best so possible way. Um, I'm old school. Gay. Um, no, it's 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 different. They're like, but like, listen, like my my yeah. grandmother, like she was the boss, even though my grandfather claimed to be the boss. If that well, yeah, that's sense. usually yeah. how it plays out. Like they, the, the women are the ones that make everything work, right? Mm-hmm. And but you but you have to have like a partnership. But I didn't see her have that motherly role. Like in Italian families, I feel like the man makes the money and the mom like runs the family. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Do you think of of reverse Scarface like that with the genders? Do you think that that would... Well, that's what you were proposing, I think. Well, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. I don't know if it would be a movie that people like. No, people wouldn't like it. Yeah. But it has such clear gender roles. I think that's why it's interesting. I think that's why people like like seeing it played out. Even though it's like so obviously backwards. Or not backwards. It's just like what... um, what we hate today. Like what... what, It's anti-progressive. Right. But it's definitely interesting to watch the theatrical like gender roles play out in such like a extreme way you yeah. know who are I the mean, who are the gangsters like it's not like he literally this the line that sticks in my head is first you get the money then you get the power then you get the women like that's true like that's based in reality well yeah as that, much as we like to pretend in 2019 that doesn't work it's a hundred percent true no one you don't see a powerful man mm-hmm. who's got money and success mm-hmm. And every woman's first thought is, "Oh, she she found him because he's rich and successful." Hmm. It's a it's it's a like a. You what do, do you see, mean? What are you uh, saying? Yeah, I, all right. I'm Maybe. saying that you can say that it like this this dynamic is uh-huh. not a product of a time period, and now we're past that time period. It's a it's a biological 
dynamic, and it's still true today, even though we pretend that it's not true anymore. I mean, yeah, I think that women are attracted to men. Want, men want to do stuff. Times. Men want to do and make stuff and then be successful, and women want to. Like what not, do women want to do? Again, not every. Again, you have to say like, there's always exceptions to the rule. Uh-uh. But I just want to hear you talk. I'm, your I'm, way out of, yeah, I'm, sure. I'm not going to talk my way out of this. Everyone knows. I'm not. Hi- I'm not hiding anything. Oh. I'm not about my opinions. No, I don't think you're um, hiding anything. No, it's and then most most women like respond to that. This, a, a person who is am- ambitious, who is working sure. hard, yeah, who no, makes sure. you feel safe. Who's right, I got to take care of don't, yeah. don't men also respond to the same things? Yeah, there, well, that, that's what the, that's what's interesting about the dynamic is the what's missing in the in the Tony. What's oh, I don't know what her name is in the movie. The character Mich- Michelle Pfeiffer's character. Another example is... of misogyny. That's yeah, true. I, we can't even name actually. Her. I never remember any of the female you, you, characters. You should names. be able to name There's her. Gina and Gina, Gina's love, the sister. Gina was my first crush. And she was blonde and shit and, hair in yeah. second grade. But that was mm. that oh, name, the name Gina, Gina wow. always like is like special to me. I love that name. Interesting. Gina. Interesting. Um, no, huh. like the problem with their relationship is that there's no love. It. It's completely transactional. No, I. It is completely transactional. I don't think. I don't think it's fair to hold that um, structure of a male-female dynamic as something that is true in most situations. It's so one-dimensional yeah, that it's exactly. just like hard to pick apart. I think it's intentionally presented as one-dimensional one yeah. in this film. So to say that like that's a truism of all time, I get what you're saying, Peter, but I think what's portrayed in Scarface is an extreme, extreme Listen, to the 10 out of 10 I, version The of woman it. that Michelle Pfeiffer, the character that she's playing in this movie is not a woman that I'm looking and to she's be so, with. She's, no, she's so unhappy. She's, yeah, yeah, she's no, she's no she's ideal. Really oh, it's, it's, it's complete and utter misery. She feels trapped. Yeah, it's, it's a terrible it's a terrible life like I, I think pain. at the end of the day like it, this movie is a tragedy because because everyone dies well because yeah. well, so True. my favorite my favorite gangster is a guy named Frank Costello and nobody knows who he is and nope. that that's why he's a great gangster because the ah, famous ones point. are famous because they were not good at keeping their yes. keeping quiet yep. so the John Gotti's of the world and the Al Capone's of the world drew a lot of attention to themselves sure yeah Frank Costello was like qu- like died like of natural causes late, late in life ran a lot of shit the, it's the problem is these guys who are like it's all flash and it's all crazy like if 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 Tony Montana could learn how to live like yeah a businessman straight line which is really what they That's all kind of want to do at yeah. the end of the day all yeah. these gangsters yeah, there's there's guys who are like addicted to like to the murder and the mayhem, like like the, basically the Joe Pesci character in every gangster movie. Yeah. But like there are the guys who just want this. This is the only way they know how to get ahead. Right. And it's it's kind of interesting because I've been listening to um, you know that you know the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Of I course, actually yeah. I actually kind of hate that movie. But the guy, the real guy has a okay. podcast now where he like Jordan talk, Belfort. Yeah, so he has, he has a podcast. He talks Hilarious. to like he talks to businessmen and entrepreneurs. Oh, mm-hmm. funny! And a lot of these stories are like you like every one of these guys had to do something drastic, yeah, for their success. And I think mm-hmm. that that translates into. I mean, show, he's a bit of a mobster. Yeah, but um, I think that translates into showbiz. So look at Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis is headlining now shane shane's funny as fuck though. no but i'm just saying great dude yeah i know i'm just saying that to in order to have are you calling him 
a gangster. No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, in order to have yeah, success, you often have to do. There has to be like a crazy. You're saying action. that out of the turmoil will be like some sort of success. Well, there was negative attention drawn to him, right. which gave him attention in general. Yeah. So, so Tony Montana's that, yeah. ticket. That being said, if he did SNL, he probably would have the same amount of success. Right. Exactly. Or the same amount of attention, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Name one other person on SNL. True, but it was a big deal that they were bringing him <laughs> Name one cast member, not name Michael Che on but SNL. But do, do comics other, like, do Pete people that Davidson. are not comics know Shane Gills the same way we do? Uh, probably no, not. No, but probably he's, not he's headlining way. now. And he's, I mean, he said he was, a, he was basically an open micer a couple of years, years ago. Now, I'll tell you guys something. Mm-hmm. I have a great uncle. He was Ooh. a gangster. His name was Babe Cuomo. Whoa, Interesting. Babe. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. yeah. And he, he got caught. He went to jail. Really? But, yeah. Wait, so a great uncle. So, okay. Yeah, my so, dad's uncle. So like your grandpa's age? Yes. Okay. Where, you grew up in Queens? Yep. What part of Queens? Uh, I grew up in Bayside. Mm-hmm. Ah. And, a lot of Italians over there. Yeah. And they're from, they were in Floral Park. That's Long Island. Are you, you are know you what he Queens? did? Wait, I want to find out more about Babe. Did you did you know what he did? Or? I don't know. I feel, I heard about it recently. My dad was really? pulling out the stops about Babe Cuomo. Oh no shit! Interesting. Yeah. So you, you your whole life had no idea. Did you know who he was? Had you met him before? No, or? no, ah, no, okay. no. Interesting. So he's like a just like folklore. He's for your a family. figure, but he's real. Yeah, no, I believe. I'll it. have to do some research. I'm gonna Google him. My great grandfather, <laughs> who's the reason my mother is in, in America, was a gangster. Wow. And he had. And it's funny as I got older, the story changed. So when I was a kid, my mom said, "Oh my." grandfather had to leave sicily because they were rounding up all the men in the town and then it was oh my grandfather had to leave sicily because people were saying that he was a bad guy but he wasn't and then i got older and he's like yeah he was a gangster he had to run away (laughs) so he like stowed away on a ship and came to new york he opened he opened a bar in hell's kitchen that was still there up until a couple years ago this i mean the neon sign was the same everything was Mm -hmm. they just like remodeled it like they did like a multi did he continue his gangster activities i don't know a lot about him like I just know that he came to New York, and so my grandmother basically grew up without a father. So she met him when she was in her 20s. Oh, jeez. And it was like, it's funny because she came here, spent some time with him, and was kind of like, oh, America's great, but I'd rather just go back to my village in Sicily. Yeah. Goes back to Sicily, meets my grandfather, and my grandfather realizes that he's her ticket to America. Promises her that they'll stay in Sicily. They get married. He goes, guess what? We're going to America. And she was angry. Yeah, what next, a dirtbag. For the oh next 65 years. Jesus, wow. So, yeah, that's that's how we got, that's how my mom's family got to America. So that's your grandpa? That's my mom's, that's my mom's mom's dad. Mom's mom's his, dad. His got name it. was, they called him Frank the Crooked. So <laughs> oh, I guess geez. you can, you can, good. You yeah. can figure out what you want to know about, about him. But yeah, that's how we got here. I mean, there's, I, there's other stuff that if my father heard me talking about, he'd be pissed. He doesn't um, listen to podcasts. Do, does your family listen to this podcast? There's no uh, way. My brothers do. Yeah. My cousins do. Ooh. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty huge, like on iTunes and Spotify. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does pretty well. But, you know, you're, I mean, for sure you're your family, but not like your, your dad's like how old? Like He's, he's like, 71. Yeah, I met no, him. No, he doesn't know anything about yeah, He's like, you know, he's not down. I tell him, like, he doesn't, like, he, when I graduated college, he goes, and my dad's like, he's a straight guy. He's uh, not. But great people. But I, love uh, the I graduated from college, and my father goes, whatever you do, don't talk bad about Sicilians. That was like, that was like, my, and the one, so thing Italian, I, that, yeah. the one thing I was not allowed to do out of college was go to work for the FBI. That was the only, like, advice <laughs> I was given. Like, you're not allowed to work for the FBI. Interesting. So, yeah, the, the Sicilians, we don't. We don't we don't like law enforcement, mm. but I mean I know people that I'm close to people that are that are cops, so it's like, well, it's whatever. It's My bullshit. dad was a cop. 
Yeah, no, I have wow. like one of my closest oh, yeah. one of my closest family friends is a cop too. Yeah, but um, no, but but the gangster story, like my my dad hates like all that. He hates Sopranos. He thinks it makes us look bad. He hates like he doesn't really love Godfather or something. My like where I'm from in Sicily is exactly like like the De Niro parts of Godfather Part Two. Like that mm-hmm. was yeah. my family's like it looks exact. It's like forty miles from where my family grew up because hmm. my dad came here from Sicily too. Hmm. Uh, I know I look like this, but I'm 100. Yeah, yeah. You, you, like I couldn't be any more like Italian from Jersey if I tried. But I look like what? I want to hear you Jewish say from it. the Upper East Side. Yes, I get saluted by the Hasidic kids on the Upper East Side. I get asked really? if I'm Jewish all the time. Yeah, the time. I, we both huh. look Jewish. Me and Peter, I would say. Yeah. If you're a light skinned Italian man with dark hair, you yeah. pretty much well, look I mean, Jewish. It's me- that Mediterranean, it it's like it's yeah. a little Semitic. It's a little North where African. Did you, where did you grow up? I grew up, I was born in the Bronx, but I grew up okay. in Rockland County, New York. Okay. So like Nyack-ish, if you know where that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah upstate, yeah. right? I suppose upstate, yeah. I don't know. It's like 30 minutes away. Okay. But sure, it is upstate from here, yeah. We take offense to that up, oh, up by me. It's fine, upstate. I don't, I live here now, whatever, yeah, it's fine. That's cool. Yeah. You're, how do I say, it? like, Natalie, you're like a, you're like a, how do I want to say this? Uh-oh. He's about to define you, by the way. Yes, uh, it's my prerogative as an artist. I'd love to hear. Uh, it. You're you. Uh, I want to. I want to say this in a in a way that's correct, but also in- don't worry about insightful. It. Give it to her. No, I'm going to compliment you. I'm not. I'm not like. I can't find, wait. I'm not like finding a way to insult you. Go. Um, you're like glamorous without trying to be glamorous. If that makes sense. Okay. Like there's like a oh. there's like a there's a glamour to you even though you're wearing a sweatshirt right now on a microphone. I can, like you give it off. Thank you. So I'm just curious. That is a compliment. Wow. No, I'm, what, do you, what do you think I was gonna say? Like I don't know, man. I thought you were about to call her the N word. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was getting, it was getting pumped, dude. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be every episode. Well, it's uh, been a couple episodes since um, we dropped it, so no. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, so what, what I'm so I'm just curious yeah. because this movie. There's like a there's kind of a like a glamour to this movie and there's like mm-hmm. a there's like a fake mm. glamour to the Michelle Fe- like Michelle Pfeiffer can't help being glamorous even yeah. if she's playing like a tragic yeah. figure like this Slay. and I kind of feel like not that you're a Michelle Pfeiffer but oh thank you um <laughs> no no I'm, you know what I'm saying it's like yeah. so I, I'm wondering if there's like a conscious or unconscious attraction hmm. to this movie for you for that reason is it do you like are you attracted to the bad side the bad of guy? it yeah yeah the dark side of it totally. Hmm. And I, uh, I think those dynamics are really interesting. Like those character di- dynamics between people. So like the extreme of it and everything. Yeah, and it's just, just like if you turned up the volume on people's yes. personalities. Yes, well, I agree. That's, that's what's what great. It's is. and again, I think there's a lot of people make a joke of this movie because they think sure. they like understandably so. Opera is heightened. It's intense. Like the emotions. Mm-hmm. If sure. you ever like read a, a plot synopsis of an opera. They're, it's they're it's all like one paragraph. They're all ridiculous. Yeah. It's like it's like he looked at her the wrong way, and then he had to kill the other guy. Like that's <laughs> right. literally like the plot of an opera. I mean, sure, yeah. So yeah. Well, sometimes you got to kill a guy. You know? So <laughs> like I'm okay with yeah. if, as long as people like know what if yeah. like if if you're if you're doing a farce and you're playing you're acting farcical like you're you're doing a good job as an actor. But if right. you're doing you know a serious drama and you're acting farcical, then you're giving a bad performance sure right. yeah, so i think yeah, yeah. the i actually think pacino's performance oh is no it's great, great in this movie i think some of the other calls for it i think some of the other actors don't know how to do it he, i think this performance calls for it but i do think he goes over the top 
in other performances. Yes. Well, he became. You know what I mean? And you're a big Pacino fan. Would you agree with that? Yeah, though? totally. Yeah, I think he, t- he took it too far in a few movies. Well, it's funny because, like, like, I think Michael Corleone is the greatest movie character of all time. And that, like, in Godfather 1, he's mm-hmm. so quiet and he's so He's such contained. a different guy, yeah. And, but he's also capable of doing, like, Dog Day Afternoon and these other movies. Love and then that he movie. became. That's a great movie. Oh, he's, he's unfucking believable. And, and. <sighs> But he's now become. We just heard uh, Natalie come. No, I, no, I, I, I can appreciate, I, I can appreciate that. Like I appreciate like great, great acting like that. I've never seen him on stage. I would love to see yeah. Pacino oh, yeah. on stage. Does he do that? He does a lot of, especially in these last couple of years. Oh really? He just did Glengarry Glen Ross on Broadway a couple right. years ago. We got to see The Irishman and talk about I that. Maybe. Uh, yeah, we got to do an emergency wait. pod. Joe Pesci. Yeah. I'm so excited for Joe Pesci in this movie. Yeah, me too. I can't fucking wait. Pesci's I, the greatest. I, love, I love Joe that. Pesci so much, yeah. and I I heard he's fantastic in it. We have a few friends that were in it. Yeah, well, there's a lot of comedians. Here. A lot of comedians yeah, are in it. Right? Yeah, Sebastian Maniscalco plays yes. uh, Crazy Joe Gallo. He plays like a big role, and Norton plays Jim Norton plays a. The, oh, uh, uh, Don Rickles. Don Rickles. Yeah, I just, I just want to say this real quick because I, I googled. Uh, Jeff Paul is in it. Do you know? Jeff yeah. Paul. I know. I just yeah. I've been bringing him up with that credit for years. <laughs> yeah, he's been doing it for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, they, no, just like the last year. No, no, for sure. But they filmed a while ago. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. I love thinking about Jeff Jeffrey Paul. Yeah, he's in amazing. The Irishman. I love he's Jeff. Great. Yeah, he's a great guy. Oh, I just, man. I found this. I was looking up <laughs> if whether or not this was Michelle Pfeiffer's uh, first uh, movie role. Yeah. Her first major role was Grease Two. Oh, and full, full circle. circle. Oh man, listen, now we this, just, is, this is what it says oh, in the Wikipedia. This is what it says <laughs> in the Wikipedia. What the hell was that? Director it. Brian De Palma, having seen Grease two, refused to audition Pfeiffer for Scarface. He had oh, to be wow. he had to be talked into even seeing her. Wow, she was in Grease too. I don't even remember. She's the star of Grease. She's too. the star. That's Michelle Pfeiffer. He didn't want her there, huh? I know. Wow. See Jeez. that? It's off. I mean, De Palma. Listen, they didn't want Pacino for Godfather. Wow. They, yeah. had fight, they had a fight yeah. for Pacino. Yeah. Because he was he's short, he's probably shorter than you. Wow! Let's see how sexy he is in real life when he's he is yeah. sexy when he's up she to your eyes. Well, no, he looks bad now, but we can live in the past. <laughs> <laughs> he looks bad now. He, does, he looks terrible. Yeah, he now. doesn't look great. Yeah, my <laughs> like um, for Michelle Pfeiffer at her like peak, Ooh. Uh, fabulous Baker Boys. Right, what you is told that? me that when we were standing outside. What is, what is fabulous? It's, uh, I don't it's even know Jeff Bridges and Bo Bridges. Real life brothers play okay. brothers in this movie. They're uh, they have like a lounge dueling piano act. Okay, and, <laughs> that sounds insane. And their career their career is stalling. Imagine that. And so they decide to audition a singer and bring her on as a third member of the act. Okay. So they audition Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer, and she mm. becomes part of their act and also becomes. And like, you're saying that's peak Pfeiffer. That's. It's a, a great movie. It's a great '80s movie, yep. and it's Michelle Pfeiffer like at her peak. Wow! If you, and, like she's so like she's great in it. She looks like a fucking million bucks. I got I to see. She's it. super sexy and hot in it. Uh-huh, she sings. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Peak Pfeiffer. It's I peak, like a it's, peak, I like a peak Pfeiffer. Peak, 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 it's hard to say. Peak <laughs> it is Pfeiffer. hard. It's um, peak Pfeiffer. Peak Pfeiffer. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes, yeah, she's beautiful. She is perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Uh, what? So, what's your favorite Pacino? Mm, I question. like Dog Day Afternoon. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking great. That's like his uh, first non. Well, that was before or after? That's after Godfather. So Godfather's but his that was like sec- his second movie. Oh, so it was Dog Day Afternoon was his first movie. No, no, no. He did. You know, he uh, Panic in Needle Park was his first movie. Mm, see, I yeah. never heard another of that. Dr- okay. a dr- drug movie. Yeah. When and and Needle Park was on the Upper West Side, which is crazy how much New York City has changed. <laughs> wow. Literally, the West Seventies was like like no man's land. Stand up New York. 
Yeah, actually, <laughs> actually, actually, right there. Neither. Yeah. Does the Godfather fucking blows up? Does Godfather two, and then back to back he does Dog Day After Noon, Serpico, and then um, a bunch of other stuff, and then Scarface. Not too long after that. I mean, he's one of one of the storied careers in Hollywood. Oh, one of the for all, sure. all-time greats. Yeah. yeah. One one of the good one of the good. Um, I don't know the good ones. The yeah. Italians. I don't know what to say there. One of the great Byzants sure. of my people, yes, yes. born in East Harlem. Yes. <laughs> I know it well. Was he really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, interesting. And grew up in the Bronx. Um, Natalie, yes. what, uh, do you have anything you want to talk about, plug in your life, comically, uh, New York City, comedy-wise? Well, if you'd like to, you can follow me on Instagram. I'll like to. What's the handle? It's at Natalie Cuomo underscore. Awesome. And Peter? You have that show coming up? Uh, I had a fucking action-packed November for comedy. Oh, I just had the... All right. I had, wow. Lucky you, dude. I was just, I'm killing it in November. Uh, no, I actually had the one of the best like weekends of comedy of my comedy career this past weekend. I was in Tell Al- me. I was in Allentown, Pennsylvania. I was emceeing, crushed. I, I'm wanting to move up to feature. Uh, Friday night, I get off stage. The owner of the club goes, hey, do you have enough time to feature? And I go, funny you should ask, because that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And Congrats, dude. So then Saturday, I was going to kind of dial it in, or like mail it in, because I already got what I came to do for the weekend. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And then Saturday, uh, five minutes into the feature, the lights go out. In the ho- Like, we're in a hotel. The, like, like all around us, the, power, the grid went down. Yeah. So people are, like, starting to riot in the hotel. Whoa. People don't know what to do. We're like doing the show by flashlight. Oh, Jesus! The, the manager, the, the manager of the hotel, the manager, well, listen, that. the manager of the hotel comes in and goes, um, "We need to evacuate." And the owner of the club goes, "There's no way I'm evacuating." I was like, "She's like, I'm not refunding all these people's money." Oh and I'm like, God. "It's it's pouring rain." I'm like, "How is it better that a hundred people are standing in the rain in the dark rather than in this room sitting down True. calmly?" Fair. These poor waitresses had to handwrite all the checks. <laughs> the, the the headliner goes on, does forty five minutes. Who's headlining? Um, his name is Tom McTiernan. Okay. He's, he's around New York, but I, I met him there. I had never performed uh, with him before. I met him before. And gets up, does great. The audience is like super into it. Uh-huh. People are holding up their phones, the lights on their phones. And <laughs> This then, is in Pennsylvania? Is this, this is real? A, this is in Allentown, Pennsylvania. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder. No, are you I, sure you don't, I don't do drugs? No, not at all. <laughs> why, why would I do drugs? This is my life. Why would I have to – why would I alter myself I believe you. I believe you. Um, you so – I had I had a great He's set. Excited. I felt super good about it, yeah. and then but I, my entire set was with the power on. Oh, good. So I felt I felt <laughs> so left crushed, out a little yeah. bit, and then so the feature does it does her thing. The headliner does his thing, mm-hmm. and then with two minutes left to go, I already lit the headliner, and the power comes back on. Oh my god! So the so the owner goes get up there and keep them in their seats because now we have to make sure we run all the, the all the credit cards. So I get up. And I do like five more minutes, and I yeah. fucking crushed. Oh hell yeah! And it was awesome. And it was like people were like, "That, that was amazing. We'll never forget this show." Like, like how do you like you know like, yeah. like a comedy show where the power dude, goes out? Sick, it's dude. like you're a it superstar. Was, that's awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. That's really cool. This really was good. in Wisecrackers in Allentown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Nice, dude. Very so cool. I feel really good about so, it. I'm so they're to, booking you as a feature now. Uh, they're going to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hell yeah. And long story short, I don't remember what my next. I don't have anything to plug because I can't remember what else I'm doing. Okay. I think I have something in the. Like Friday. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be at Yonkers on Friday, but we're not gonna post this by this Friday. Uh, we could. What do you think? 
Follow me on Instagram. Yeah, the Garachi. At the Garachi, no underscores. I'm going to be at the stand December 4th. Look at you. For Tom McCaffrey's uh, album release party. That's dope. Yeah, it is fun. I'm, uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, it'll be my like, second time performing at the new stand. So I'm excited. That's Wednesday. That's next Wednesday, December 4th, uh, 7.30 p.m. So yeah, come through to that. Uh, there's a bunch of other stuff that I'm not remembering. I'm going to be in Atlantic City in December at some point, but I don't know when. Um, so that's just a brag. I'm not even promoting. Um, what else do I have? I mean, so many things. Not really. Um, have a happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs>